0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, David Van Boglin, and Ryan Dempsey back with you, gentlemen. How's everything going tonight? Well, Dave, I already I've know. Been better. <laughs> yeah, you're having a rough go of it. <laughs> it's been a it's been a rough day for Dave.
1: Uh, Dave cracked a tooth earlier today, and Dave swallowed a lot of blood and tooth shards. And Dave's just managing to fucking push through this one as best he can. That's and, right. Uh, well, I powered through on. on Worst occasion, so I'm going to make it through this one, and we're, we'll be all right. Ryan, how you doing,
0: man?
2: Fantastic. After hearing that, really, I, I can't complain. I was just going to
0: say, God damn it! if we lost Ryan after all know. this time when we finally start <laughs> recording. He, he was he was dumbfounded. We've been talking for like an hour, and we fucking just lose Ryan right when we start. <laughs>
2: I really, I really didn't know what to say. I was like, well, I can't really up and say, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm bummed about this or that. Like, no, I got, after hearing what's going on with Dave, you know, like, everything's big. You know, I, I'm good. Good.
1: Good, good. Lemmy, rest in peace, brother. That's you were, right. You were a fucking god.
0: Mr. Dempsey's pick for the evening. Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? Trick question. Lemmy is God, asshole. It is.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've seen Airheads, too, brother. I love that movie. Love why that. don't I have that on the Plex?
0: I don't fucking know. That's, That's a like, great question. It'll be there tomorrow, watch. Yeah, yeah, There was something else I was thinking. I just keep making... I compile lists of, of movies <sighs> that I just give to you every so often. I'm like, Dave, you don't have this, and you, I don't know why you don't.
1: I got about, I work at about an 80% success rate. Yeah. 75, 80% success A lot of rate. mine I give you
0: because you have everything. I try to get the <laughs> obscure shit that, like, people
1: don't really think about. Yeah. And those are... Those are fun to find. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't have, I don't have high
0: hopes. I'm just like throwing fucking shit at the wall to see what sticks.
1: Sometimes they do, and sometimes I'm surprised, like, wow, that's really out there. All right, well, fuck it, we're gonna grab that. Yeah, fuck it.
2: Yeah. I actually never, uh, never thanked you, uh, Dave, because you actually made a, a couple girls uh, that I live with very happy there the other week when uh, Beauty and the Beast was uh, was uploaded there.
1: Oh, excellent, excellent. I'm glad they, uh, I'm glad they got a chance to watch that.
0: Now, by a yeah. couple of girls, Ryan, do you mean uh, yourself?
2: Well, I mean, of course I'm <laughs> hang out with my daughter and watch it. Because, I mean, if she's Belle, you know, someone's got to be Beast.
1: You got to. You got to play that role. I know. Hell yeah, you I got, got to play that role.
0: You
2: got to role. step up sometimes.
0: As long as you're not playing Gaston. We'll
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not trying, anyway. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, So wasn't i haven't played a, a rock band or a, a guitar hero in a long and while not since like four i think but wasn't ace of spades and one of the guitar heroes or rock bands i think it was
0: i'm pretty sure it was yeah i think it was
1: i think it was too it was uh uh, and i think it was covered by it wasn't the lemmy version or the motorhead version it was probably
0: I, in the first if it was not the original it was in the first two guitar heroes after
1: that they started getting the legit they started songs. Getting the licensing yeah yeah the last one i played was uh i think it was three we had gotten it and uh um i was living in in grand haven and i had i was sharing the house with joey and colin and myself who was just members of dark siren and we had a dark siren party Tons of people were over at the house, and um, we got Justin Brady over. Justin was my uh, one of my guitar instructors and bass instructor, and great friend, and you know uh, fellow wrestler through school, and, right. and just uh, a guy that I've known for forever. And uh, Justin, if, if he's one thing, he's not—he's not a video gamer. So we sat him up with this uh, with the guitar here. He's never played it before, and um, we put on Cult of Personality. And he's he's trying to play it. He's doing okay. And then the the solo comes on. Yep. That thing's a bitch. Justin's looking at this thing and just play it. And he puts the thing down. He says, that's not how the fucking solos played. And he grabbed a guitar. We had guitars hanging on the wall, these little... You know, the little uh, clamps on yep. the guitar. We had guitars hanging by the neck on the wall. And he pulls an acoustic guitar off the wall, sits down, plays the solo just for the sake of playing it, just to prove that he knew what it was, put it back <laughs> up there, and refused to play any more video games. It's just the kind That's of awesome. dude. It's just the kind of dude. Is awesome. <laughs> he nailed it, dude. He I was like, fucking hilarious. Yeah, you got it. And I was like, you want to play some more? Fuck that game. And that was the end of it. <laughs> Me and Joey played for the rest of the night and drank yeah. Jagermeister and, you well, know. so. but it was I just thought it was awesome that he just hammered out the 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 it was a, it was a really hard it's a really hard fucking solo. Fuck yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's nuts, you know, but it's not easy at all. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So we've uh we had a little
0: a little interesting week. Uh, some content out there. Um, our interview with Bobby linebacker we put out Tuesday night.
1: That was a lot of fun. To yeah, do.
0: yeah. Bobby was awesome. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead and, and do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to it. Get a get a little insight into the, the mind of a referee and what they have to go through in an MMA fight and preparing for an MMA fight. Um, Bobby was great. He was a great guest. I would really like to have him on again.
1: No doubt. And if yeah. you're
0: listening, Bobby, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you, and uh, good luck out there this weekend. Safe travels.
1: You know he uh there's when you listen to it I'll let you listen to it we won't spoil anything but he he really opened our eyes to a lot of things that referees go through that you know we as fans and people that watch you know hardcore fans watch we don't probably don't quite understand and don't quite see through the eyes of him uh, what they have to go through and what they have to know and it's 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 amazing it's eye opening go check it out you will not be disappointed.
2: Yeah, the, yeah the, I thoroughly enjoyed that interview. Oh,
1: great! It, Ryan, awesome. I'm it was awesome. Glad great, you listened yeah. to it.
2: Yeah, and
0: and as we keep t- telling you guys, because we don't want to have anybody think we're an asshole, Ryan is just not in the interviews yet because yeah. we haven't been able to work out the things that we need. But we are one step closer. Yes, Ryan has a new the piece tablet of has
1: arrived. Yes, yeah. all we need to do is we get him a nice little headset so that he could Skype on the tablet. Nice headset. We can do these group yeah. calls, and we can keep him uh, with us on these interviews. That's right. We can get
0: Ryan in on these interviews. No, uh, we're soon.
1: not. We haven't kicked him off, you know, yet. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We don't yet. keep Ryan off the interviews
0: because we're dicks. It's no. just we can't make things work yet. Yeah.
1: You no, know,
2: if you guys say that you're not dicks, then when I go to share things and I can't put on there, these dicks didn't let me in. These guys are check it out anyway.
1: Check it out anyway. <laughs> They're dicks, and I still checked it out. <laughs> I
0: mean, we are dicks. We're just dicks for other reasons. Yes, much. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Many,
1: <laughs> many, many other. reasons. Because I, I have,
0: <laughs> I have definitely never claimed to not be a dick in life. I'm just not a. I'm just not a dick to Ryan most of the time. So
1: just it's not t- in this situation. No, not not like no, no, absolutely not. We definitely <laughs> want Ryan on board with this, one, man. There's there's no doubt about Hell, it. Yeah, these are these are a lot of fun. Um uh, these are uh, it's it's great uh hearing the stories from these new people as we get them on. Blake was awesome Kyle was awesome Bobby was was great to have on he was awesome too and um we got more coming up too
0: absolutely uh we dropping well most of you probably if you're listening to this it will be on Friday or later on uh dropping Friday will be an interview we did also on Tuesday night with Heather Standing who is the matchmaker for the full contact fighting federation which is actually the oldest uh, amateur organization, MMA organization in the, in the United States.
1: Is that was something that I dropped some knowledge on yep. us? yep. Completely I, schooled me on that. I, I had knew, no clue.
0: I knew it was the from just reading about the organization. Yep. Knew it was the oldest in in Oregon, which I say in the interview, but I had right. no idea it was nationwide the oldest. That's um, amazing. Ran by Chael Sonnen.
1: Yeah. And, so, and, and she's she's the matchmaker there. She does commentating as well. I believe yep, she's the
0: commentator for for also for the Full Contact Fighting Federation.
1: She wears several hats in that yep. organization. And then also she's the MMA boss lady over there. So you is. ain't getting nothing by Heather, man. So don't even try. And uh, she's a hustler, baby. Yeah, oh,
0: she's Heather's great. She was. She I love was that so much chick, fun. man. She's awesome and, and uh, she's
1: sexy too. So yeah. Heather, if you're listening to this, I'm, I am definitely hitting on you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she also is the uh, she does the under card matchmaking for submission underground yes. so we got to talk about that a little with her as well we you know we know that the joes love that uh the oh, yeah. submission underground submission underground's rules and stuff so yeah the competitive jiu-jitsu scene we we do appreciate so heather was great it was a fun interview i, I had a blast she was hilarious yes
1: yes it um, was amazing it's gonna drop tomorrow yep. if you know if there's if there's nothing else you do on friday listen to listen that listen to
0: that yeah and she will definitely be back on so yeah that that's what we we did this week before the the episode tonight that we're recording so we're we're gonna try to keep getting more content out for you guys um hopefully you appreciate it hopefully you enjoy it
1: what interviews we're gonna do uh we're gonna keep our segment on that has been dubbed not a podcast podcast which is basically gonna be ryan jeff and i sitting down and what we do uh, before the mic gets turned on every Thursday yeah. night. We sat here today for like two hours just, just catching up and <laughs> just, bullshitting, just bullshitting. you know. And that's what Night of Podcast is going to be. It's going to be us sitting down talking about how our show has grown, MMA, maybe wrestling, Whatever we want to talk about, you know, we're just going to put stuff out there and see what happens. I talked Uh,
0: about bringing doing a not a podcast one night with Blake and Kyle, just bringing them both together. Yeah, why the
1: fuck not? And
0: just see where the fuck, how many rabbit holes we can go down. Yeah, because look at how in the 15 minutes that we were on with Kyle before we started recording, look how many goddamn rabbit holes we went down with him.
1: It's the best material (laughs) always happens before the mic comes on, so I want to take and turn the mics on. that time yeah that's where not a podcast podcast came on because it's the time when we're not doing a podcast that's where it came from yeah
2: we uh in all fairness we also learned a couple weeks ago that sometimes the fun happens when dave fritz (laughs) gets stuff recording (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which we talked about pretty
2: detailed with kyle
0: as well Well, misha oh oh
1: I've since just went ahead and saved all the pictures to my hard drive so I don't have to go and, I don't have to go and visit CelebGia anymore. I can just I can just open up my pics folder, go to the, go to the saved folder and there it is. And I can just look, I can just look for like 5 minutes I can scan through all of my I know them all by heart. I know, I know. And I just uh, and,
0: just close your eyes.
1: And then I close it down and I start my day. And, uh, that's my morning. That's my 8 a.m.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah, I finally finished listening to the end of that episode, and just as the outro is playing and I'm fucking dying. That's it.
1: I, I cut it off right as Jeff starts cracking up at my fucking... <laughs> my, his face. My jaw drop and my eyes bug out. Like, his
0: eyes were so huge. So huge. It's like,
1: huge. The, like if you ever seen the movie The Mask where his jaw drops and his eyes bug out and they yep. shoot out. Yeah. Yep. It was just like that.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much man it was but yeah that the, the, we just want more content out there yeah. to keep getting things out to you people and yeah. like i said i hope everybody's enjoying what they listen to we need to
1: figure out a name for
0: the interview segment
1: we will we'll work on that i know, almost put um, up,
0: i almost put up a fucking call to arms for the joes to have them step uh, up and throw some suggestions throw some out there suge-
1: okay we could do that we can throw it on loaded joes too they'll help yeah oh for sure they'll for help Sure that community page is the best I, i've we've we've promoted them and we pushed them and we've said so many good things about them but i can't say enough good things that community page that blake put out for the loaded joes ah, oh, it's so helpful it's so awesome we've connected with so many great people and we keep connecting every single day more people join that community page more podcasters join and we get connected with even more awesome people Another uh, another Michigan-based podcast that we're going to try to hook up with just joined today. Yep. It's gonna it's just great. I, I love that. I love, love, love that community project that Blake does. It's the best thing going for us right now. It really
0: is. It's been immensely helpful and just awesome to be able to connect with more people. We talk about it all the time, but it, it truly has been really helpful for us. Some of you people listening right now may have found us because of the community page or... Found us because of Loudmouth or uh, the Loaded Joes. Thanks to Blake and Kyle. And so, Blake,
1: you're probably listening too. Yeah, brother, we're talking about you. Yep.
0: And Kyle, we 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 never forget about we you. We never either.
1: forget Kyle, man. Cannot. I started. I went back to Kyle's uh uh to Kyle's uh, MMA page, and I started. And I was liking the boxing page and the NFL page, and went by and I was liking all the pages on the network. But I went back to the MMA page and I was uh, checking out some of the uh, Facebook live videos that he yeah. put up that they were doing during the pay per views. Where uh, it looks like he's uh, positioned uh, the a single mic. He's like he's in his kitchen, and he's got people out in his living room watching the pay per view, and he's trying to do the podcast in the kitchen. He's got <laughs> and he's got people walking through it. It's awesome. It's like a it's like a uh, he's, he's like in a director's chair, a conductor's chair. He's got the orchestra below him and the pay-per-view's on. It's like a it's a really, really, really cool Facebook Live thing. Um, definitely suggest checking those out. And I hope he does those more of those in the future because it was really cool.
0: He was talking about a new podcast he was doing, getting ready to start, too. Uh, Kyle,
1: how many of these fucking podcasts are you going to do, brother? A
0: ton, man. Well, keep
1: putting them out because they're all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... It was Maybe I saw it on Facebook, but it was uh I think it was him and his wife are doing a podcast with somebody else. Oh, okay. I'll have to do better research before yeah, I talk we'll, about this. Yeah, we'll
1: go and uh, we'll go and talk about that and we'll post it on our page. Yeah,
0: definitely. Uh fights?
1: Yeah, we Man, had some let's fights. Let's talk some
0: fights since this is our last fight card for three freaking weeks. Holy shit. No UFC until UFC two eleven.
1: Yeah, until the
0: 13th, 13th of 13th, May, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. However, if you like the sweet signs, there's a couple of nice cards coming up in the back-to-back Saturdays too, though. So. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah, you, got, a, you got Klitschko. Klitschko and Joshua this weekend, right, yep. Ryan?
2: Yeah, and then uh, next weekend, uh, Canelo and uh, Chavez Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. In Mexico for Cinco de Mayo uh, weekend. It's going to be oh, God. insane. Damn, I forgot it was Cinco yeah. this weekend.
1: Yeah, we're going to be... Holy shit. Ten years ago, Cinco de Mayo was in Mexico. Playa to Carmen, Cinco de Mayo, with the owner of the company, Brad. Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, oh, yeah, the Mexican Boner Pills. Um, oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, you have no idea. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the, I do not.
0: I was already just trying to encourage a friend of mine going to Vegas to go to a whore. So.
1: Do it. I highly suggest going to a professional at least once in your life. You you there's no reason not to. No yeah. reason not to. They're profess that's the oldest profession in the world. Right. Hoarding is the oldest fucking profession in the world. They know what they're doing.
0: What if yeah. what if you're in the Philippines though?
1: I'm not gonna go to the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get in I the mean, Philippines.
0: You know what's his name says? If going to the Philippines and not banging a lady boy is like yeah. going to Turkey and not eating a kebab. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, i'm not going i'm just I, i'm just not gonna go there no i'm going to back if i go i'm going back to chili willy's down in, in Playa de Carmen mexico ha oh, oh, oh. it's glorious
0: i'll go to the bunny ranch out in yeah those two
1: yeah but you're not gonna get you know two for fifty down at the bunny ranch oh hell no you're not getting <laughs> two
0: for fifty down at the bunny ranch i mean there's other ones but yeah I if you're gonna to go to the
1: if you're out in and Nevada, it wasn't two for fifty gonna... it was way more than that but you know what i'm saying Bunny Ranch is probably overpriced, you know. Yeah. You can bang a porn star. Yeah. I kind of want to go to Vegas now. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> On that note, let's talk some fights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Last Saturday night's fight card from Nashville, Tennessee. In the main event, Cub Swanson picks up the decision win over Artem Loboff. Uh. No real surprise in it other than Mm-mm. uh Artem's performance. I was I was very surprised on how well he performed in the fight. I mean Cub Cub dominated the fight, but there was a lot of questions on A whether Artem could uh stay for five rounds.
1: Didn't think that was gonna happen. Did, if, did know, nope for one. Nope. And he did. Not at
0: all. He did a good job. Um I thought he won round four,
1: I believe it was. I don't remember. I did give. I don't remember either which one it was at this. But, but I gave one to Artem. It might have been three. He
2: yeah, did three, or three
1: or four. It Somewhere in the middle I, of the I fight, did, he a around. I did give one to Artem. Yep. Um, it might have been on the takedown. I don't remember what it was, uh, but I did give him a round. But um, the fact that he hung in for five with the number four ranked Cub. Yeah, you know, and, um, and Cub is a vet and a great fighter and a scrappy dude. And I figured he was going to finish him right around three or so. maybe. Yeah. I didn't think that Artem was going to last all five. And I didn't think he, I didn't even know if he had the gas to go all five. That's I, that was my question was yeah. whether he had the gas to go
0: all five. But I definitely thought his he fought well above his level. I thought he looked good in defeat. Um, I mean, obviously Cub is just another level. But yeah, but Ar, this definitely helped Artem's stock rise. Yeah. And I think he, he silenced some of his critics. It just being able to, to give a good performance. Ryan, what did you think?
2: Yeah, I was like you guys where I had it uh like forty nine forty six for uh for, for Cobb. I thought that our Ar- art Artem Loven definitely would though I think he probably he should've, he should have won over a lot of fans. If they didn't know who he was aside from being Conor teammate, they should know him now and like I didn't think that he was going to last off. I he was going to be finished in the fourth round, I think I said. Um, and the, being that he was kind of taken a little bit early on, I didn't think that he was going to stick around uh, the whole fight, but you know, credit to him though, like when it started getting a little deep and he had taken some punishment, he's still, I can win a round and kind of just show that he still does have stuff in the tank when it gets deeper. I mean, it was a big jump to, like you guys said, fighting the fourth ranked <clears throat> fighter in his first five round fight. That's going to be hard for him, obviously, like based off where his record was. But I think it was a great showing for him, all things considered.
0: I think a lot of Artem's record doesn't reflect how good of a fighter he really does not, is, or no. tough of a fighter he really is. Toughness, I say.
1: yeah, yeah. He ate that. Uh, it was a spinning back elbow, I think it was. It wasn't a. Yeah, it was a. It was a huge back elbow that would have knocked out a lesser dude, and Artem ate it. And it staggered him a little bit, but he, he didn't even fall to a knee or no. to go to the ground. I mean, he ate that, back, that spinning back elbow and just uh, uh, kept going. And a lesser fighter with lesser toughness would have at least dropped from it if not been finished. Um, so much – I don't want to keep harping on the word, but so much toughness in this man um, – throughout this entire fight, to hang in there like that and eat the shots that he ate and take the damage that he took. He won me over in the fight. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't want to see him fighting for a title, obviously, but, you know, if he's on, see him somewhere on the undercard and he's going to be fighting against someone, I'm going to say, you know what? I want to watch the Artem Lobov fight. Yeah. I want to check that out, I think it's going to be good.
0: He won me over with the, the uh, was it Ichihara? Was it the Ichihara yeah. fight mm-hmm. in Dublin? Is, yeah. The, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I didn't watch the season of The Ultimate Fighter that he was on. Um, I didn't either.
1: I haven't watched one in so long and I'm going to start this. This year is going to be the first that I'm starting in a long I time. I need to
0: catch up on the first two episodes. But uh, I, I, I first saw him when he fought Ryan Hall. Um, and, you know, he did not did not look real great that in that fight. That the fight, right? The what? I'm sorry.
2: The, that was the finale fight? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then he he lost again to Alex White.
1: The first one I really took notice on was when he, when he was on the Diaz McGregor card when he fought with Diaz's teammate, teammate Chris teammate Avila, Chris Avila yep. who has now been released, since been released after losing like three in a row yeah. to start.
0: That was a pretty much a loser leaves town fight because Artem was, was yeah. on a two fight losing yeah. streak as well.
1: Avila had another fight after. Did he? Yeah, and uh, lost that, and it was was gone. Uh, afterwards. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he lost his first two. But he's, you know what, he's young. He was, he's real, real young, 24. And he's got plenty of time to improve and come back in, you know, five, six years.
0: Oh, absolutely. And bring him mean, back.
1: Chris Avila was, he was very, um, highly sought, you know, touted from the DS camp. He just, it never worked out for him in the UFC right off the bat. He just needs to, he needs to go season himself up a bit. Right. Come back. But, um. The first one, that's the first one I took notice on. Uh, Art Loboff was, was in that Avila fight, and he he beat the piss out of that kid for three rounds. I mean, just beat the piss out of him. And I was watching that with Everett, and it was, um, uh, what's her name from, um, Island? What the hell's her name? Blonde. Oh, Kate. Yeah, Katie was in there, and, um, I was trying to explain to her who, uh, Avila was, you know, it was like, uh, we were talking about Lobov, how tough he was. It was like the Sevilla cat, you know? He's a he's a jujitsu cat from uh, you know the the Diaz camp. And this, thing. I was trying to tell her, but I said, but he's young and he doesn't know. So I was I was aware of that, and I watched Lobov pick him apart, and I said, man, this Artem dude is a tough, tough man, and he's in, he's continued to improve and continued to show a, a lot to me. I, I just I, I just I just really want to watch him fight.
0: Yeah, Artem. Artem is he's improved a lot every fight um and i think he just continues to improve owen roddy is doing a great job with his striking um you know just things good things to come from him if he just continues to he just fought above his level right now yeah this fight only happened because it was a twitter beef and it was something they could sell it wasn't because artem you know, if Artem would have beaten Cub, they weren't going to give him a title shot. No.
1: he wasn't even going to get. Probably wasn't even going to get a rank. No,
0: know. no, no. But speaking of title shots, so Cub Swanson, in victory, calls for the winner of uh, the Holloway and Aldo fight that we got coming up mm-hmm. in two twelve at two twelve in May or June. Yeah, June. Uh, yeah, two twelve yeah, in June. Because we get two in July. That's right. We get two pay per views in July.
1: Wow, yeah. Okay.
0: Yep. Uh, 213 in the beginning and 214 at the end. Oh,
1: okay. So that's, uh, that's just inter- happens a, to be spaced out.
2: Fight week really, uh,
0: yeah, International Fight Week's 213. And then 214 is the end, rumored to be Jones and Cormier.
1: And speaking of. Um,
0: or end of July, I'm sorry. The
1: bit of news. Cormier now says, now Jones, or never. Jones says it gets now or he doesn't get it at all. And he says, I'm the champ now. I get to make the rules. You don't. Shut the fuck up. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> if Jones says, you know what? I don't want him right now. I want him later. He'll get what he wants. Yeah, pretty
0: much. I think Daniel just knows that if it takes any longer, it's less he's... of a shot that he's
3: going to oh, get to yeah. beat him. Yeah,
2: definitely. Well, he wants to look like the big guy, too. He wants to look like he's not dodging Jones. He wants right. to look like Jones is dodging him. Can you
0: bring up the rankings for me? Yeah, uh, thank you. So Cubs Cub no movement.
1: No, we didn't expect anything no. to happen from that either. But so
0: a lot of people are pairing up the, the, the winner of Yair and Frankie to get the title shot. Which for Yair, coming, Yair for Yair to jump up to a title shot from number seven is a little ridiculous to me.
1: If you if he wins,
0: if he wins, well, yeah, if he wins, of course, that's right. I mean. But uh, if Frankie, if Aldo manages to beat Holloway, do you really want to see Frankie and Aldo three? We just saw two not that long ago, and it did not go well for Frankie.
1: If it shakes out, no, yeah, if it, if it shakes out to be where it would end up being, Frankie and Aldo. No, I'd rather see Cub and Aldo.
0: Yeah, because that fight hasn't. They haven't had a rematch. Since the yeah. WCEC days. Exactly. Yeah. Which we could still get. I mean, if Holloway won and Frankie won. Okay, go ahead and do Frankie and Max for the title. And then title eliminator, Cub and, and Jose Aldo. I'm fine with that. That'd be fun. Sorry, Ricardo Lamas. You're just kind of... You can fight... You can, you can fight... Stun gun. Korean Superboy.
2: Oh, no. That, there, yeah. there
0: you go. Or is that zombie? That's
1: zombie. That's zombie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, those guys are. Llamas, far,
0: aren't they? Uh, I was I was looking just looking chance on Jung at number oh, five. Oh, so, oh, sorry. You're good. Duho Choi is number thirteen.
2: Um. And he's, and he's still on the air. Like, we don't know if he's in the military. Or no, he. Had, there's
0: nothing official about we're him not, going uh, anywhere. You know, they haven't. sure. He hasn't had a fight booked or anything. His name's been tossed around a few times, but there's nothing. Nothing right. coming down about him going to the military yet. Yet.
1: If he is, we don't know. If he's not, we don't still don't know. I think the uh, UFC's
0: just kind of playing tiptoe with him to find out.
1: We really you know. want to see the kid, though. Oh, I d- definitely so much,
0: so much. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know, we gotta wait to see how things are gonna shake out in featherweight here in a couple months. But uh, I, I think Cub. What's Cub on now? How many fights in a row?
1: Let's
0: Cub hasn't lost a fight since 2015, so he's on a four-fight winning streak.
2: That was the Frankie Edgar beat, done, right?
0: Uh, that was Max Holloway. His last loss was a round three submission to Max Holloway. He lost two in a row. Okay. Frankie was the fight before that uh, when he got okay. submitted. But since, be- since losing to Holloway in 2015, he's beaten Hakren Diaz, Kawajiri, Duho Choi, and Artem Lobov.
2: Not world beaters. I mean, but it's kind of hard to say that he lost to like a guy who's the interim champion fighting for the unified belt, and then he, and before that, he lost to the guy who lost to the current champion, well, and, and he's it, calling out for the title shot. Like, and before that, he hadn't.
0: Oh yeah, Lamas beat him too. So basically, everybody ranked ahead of him has already beaten Cub Swanson at some point.
1: Look at Oliveira, yeah, uh, Pearson, Poirier, Dennis Seaver, Stevens Little Heathen. I mean, he's beaten some some names too. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. Like, okay, keep scrolling down for me. Okay, yeah. So he lost to Aldo in two thousand nine, beat John Fuccini, lost to Mendez, and then beat. Another guy loses to Lamas, and then in 2012 until 2014 doesn't lose a fight in six fights. Loses badly to Frankie, loses to Max, and then goes on a four-fight winning streak. Ten and two. It's just that top upper echelon that that beats Cub. But I would I would like to see, I, I would like to see a Cub and Holloway rematch too. I'd be fine
1: with that. Eight and two over the last ten. Yeah.
0: I'd be fine with that, too. I, I I honestly, I don't, I mean, you can sell me on Frankie and Holloway a little better than you can sell me on Frankie and, and Aldo 3. If it's Frankie and Aldo 3 or Swanson and Aldo, give me Cub. Let Cub get another shot.
1: Free. Yeah, sure. Let's get some fresh yeah, blood in there. Yeah, I agree with
0: that. I've seen Frankie get beat by him twice already, and none of them were close. So, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Any of that? Any final thoughts on the fight before we move on?
1: It was it was a great fight for what it was. Um, they really put it down both of them, and I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, fun fight, good main event. Not the most exciting main event uh, name wise, but the fight lived up to what it should have been.
2: Uh, yeah, it was it was fine for what it was. You know, free free, free uh, fight card. You know, just in the middle of the middle of the month, nothing happening. You know, was good in the Coleman
0: event it took all of uh 2 minutes and 13 or a minute and 43 seconds for mm-hmm. Eli Aquinta after being off for 2 years to put Diego Sanchez unconscious yeah,
1: yeah. and
2: not in his career
0: oh uh, no Diego no. has already said he's won't, he's not quitting
1: absolutely not that's what he says L had oh. been
0: out for 2 years because of contract disputes and Al really didn't do himself any favors after the fight.
1: You criticized him again.
0: Well, here's the thing. So a lot of people don't know that Al is not eligible for post fight bonuses. Al knows this, but he's not because he he the UFC has a, a a silent three strike rule when it comes to bonuses. You you do some serious shit and fuck up some shit. Al got hit for the one fight for cussing on FS1. The, let me see, where's the tweet uh, that listed what his offenses are? Hold on. Sorry, here we go. Cursing on Fox. Cursing on Fox, not even FS1, sorry. Oh. Destroying a hotel room, which happened after the the same fight, I believe, that he cursed on Fox. Jesus. And then missing a mandatory fighter summit. So that is why Ally Aquinta is ineligible for receiving false fight bonuses for three fights.
1: Okay. That's not the end of the fucking world. No.
0: And plus, no. there were better knockouts that we'll talk about in a few fights oh, that yes, happened we will. that I think yeah. were more deserving that got the, the bonus. This was just
1: because it was quick. This is what
0: Else should have fucking done.
1: Exactly. There was no reason why he shouldn't have done this one. It wasn't like it was that great. It, I'm sure it was quick, but I mean.
0: Yeah. But he, he went on to tweet after the fight at UFC fuck you.
1: There's, that's not the way to get your no, fight bonuses back.
0: But then back. he went on the MMA hour and started talking shit about Dana and told Dana to go fuck himself.
1: He's a fucking moron. Yeah, he really is a moron. Uh, this is. Yeah. Ugh. I
2: think his saving grace is that he has Matt Sur in his corner.
1: Yeah, but that can so only he's take Matt him Matt so far.
2: Dana's ear, like just trying to like calm things down as best he can. I think that's the only reason why he hasn't been released yet.
1: That's. I mean, that's a big thing to have. I mean, obviously, it is. When you got when you have that, but you know what? It's only going to be so far when he when until Dana finally says, "Matt, <laughs> fuck you and your boy. Yep. I'm sick of this yeah, shit. Much. I've had enough." But you know what? Having Matt there probably is the only reason he does have. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not don't the, hurt. not the only reason, but it don't fucking hurt. He's a great fighter. Like Al is, is yeah. dangerous. I mean, he's, he's, he's strong as a bull. Yeah. He's Can a striking. You... He's he's a hell of a striker. He's he's an amazing fighter, but. He's a dumbass.
0: Yeah, that's basically it. The hotel trashing it was what showed me how much of a dumbass he was. But he has... Look at this. Yeah, he's beaten Ryan Couture, Peter Hallman. He gave Kevin Lee his first loss. Right. Uh, lost to Mitch Clark, then went on to beat Rodrigo Dam, it's Ross Pearson. That's
1: Pearson, Lozon, Masvidal, and Diego. Yeah, Look he's the last,
0: last person to beat Jorge Masvidal. Like, Al should... Should be right up there for a title shot. Close
1: Trashing a hotel room. One, you're not Motley Crue from the fucking 80s and 90s. So leave that shit to the fucking rock stars. There's absolutely no reason he didn't to fucking do that at all. No. There's just cursing on Fox. This is an FS1, buddy. Yeah. This is Fox. And I don't even remember. Keep your shit together. I don't
2: remember which fight the Fox card was. It was a while back. He was- yeah. He he won a he won a close decision I remember and ever, and the fans I think it was Kevin.
1: It was Kevin, that's fun. It was no, the Kevin was Lee Kevin. fight
2: because Kevin Kevin was a pay per view. Yeah, that was a pay per view. Oh, it a was a That was
1: one. Uh, I think it was here. That was Fox Sports one. Uh, it might have been like an interview on Fox afterwards. Maybe not yeah, necessarily. He was, the... he
2: was interviewed in the cage afterwards, and uh, the fans were booing him. He says, mm-hmm. "Boo me, fuck you," and and that was when whoever, Brian Dan was like, oh, okay, or no, it was John Anke, he goes, okay, we have some colorful language here. Yeah.
1: <sighs> it had to be right around this area.
0: It was either Rodrigo, Dam or that Ross Pearson. I
2: think, I think it was Dan.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying, it had to be one of these, it, one of these was... two here.
0: Well, Kevin, the only close uh, decisions, he, or decision wins he had were Kevin Lee and uh, Peter Hallman. Or Masvidal. It could have been the Masvidal fight because he won that by decision. I think it was the Masvidal.
1: Is that why he's been off for a year because of that? No,
0: he was off because of his contract. He wants more money.
1: So, no, I think it was down here, bro. I think it was like in uh, 2014, end of 2014. Could have been.
2: But, I thought it was more recently. Yeah, because like Ryan I think, said, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think it was all Because Ryan
0: said it was, like Ryan said, it was a decision loss. Although or win, all those were uh Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. So it was, it Masvidal, split, yeah. The, yeah, that, that one had to been to Yeah. The that would make had, sense because it was a split decision. And mm-hmm. people usually like because bullshit. He
0: had trashed the hotel room. Yeah. The hotel trashing thing might have been either the Kevin Lee fight or the Mitch Clark fight. I can't remember which one, but it was it was somewhere around there. Cuz I remember when it happened, he went on chale to talk about it and he was a douche about it.
1: Point is he's a he's, he's a dumbass. Moron. He's
0: a fucking moron. Act right, man. You're an adult. Stop being an idiot.
1: You're Good an win adult. though. You're a professional,
0: but
2: he doesn't even know if he really wants to be there. So uh Yeah, we his real estate business at the end. Yep. Like...
1: <laughs> you want to go sell real estate, really? At 29 years old, when you're knocking out dudes left and right, you want to quit this and go sell real estate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on, you've just knocked out dudes. Get your shit. Ally Aquinta, get your shit together, boy. <laughs>
0: and we will leave it on that note. Jeez, this fight was... Ugh. Marcos Ruggiero de Lima comes in fat and gasses out in the first round, and Ovin St. Pru, or gasses out in the first round, and then Ovin St. Pru catches him in the Von Flu choke in the second round.
1: For those of you that don't know what a Von Flu choke, it's the one choke that you put on someone when they're absolutely out of shape, overweight, can't move, stuck.
0: Too stupid to let go of a guillotine on your back, and you let someone choke you out with your own with fucking, your fucking shoulder.
1: Yeah. With a shoulder. And it's
0: his second one. The only other person that has more or the same amount of Von Flu chokes in the UFC is Jason Von Flu. Jason
1: is the one that made the fucking (laughs) choke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I picked DeLima in this one, and then when I seen him weigh in, I went, oh, my God. He looked so bad. He He looked lethargic. He looked fat, flabby. I mean, I don't know what happened between weight cutting camp uh if he even did a camp because he didn't even look like he went through any kind of camp no, at all he um, looked terrible and we got into the cage he didn't, he didn't even gas out in the first round he gassed out in about the first two and a half two two and a half minutes of the first round uh he gassed out in the first half round and st Prue didn't look good st Prue looked like shit but uh delima didn't didn't or st Prue didn't win this fight delima lost it for himself from the second he walked out and they see that he was overweight and I don't know I don't know what his game plan was but his camp his weight his everything was off and it was wrong and he lost his his that fight for himself
2: mm-hmm Ryan what'd you see in this fight yeah I was I was gonna say like I fully agree like I like Dave I had picked up uh, uh, Lima to win and you basically knew Washington walk you with you had to pick wrong uh, I think the sad thing, like, yeah, like, like you guys are saying, their OSP, for the win that he got, it. They, and they, they, he didn't look world-beater. Like He still looks at that guy that <clears throat> was on that three-fight losing streak and would, with a different opponent, he's probably on a four-fight losing streak right now on, on his way to Bellator. He just kind of got lucky that the Lima just screwed up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, so... Interesting thing now, uh, today I saw and, and I, I tweeted about it that uh, there's a report out that Anderson Silva could face uh, Ovin St. Pruitt at a catchweight fight at USC 212.
2: And I just said, but why?
1: What the hell? What for? Anderson's well, got you know, GSP,
2: so he's taking OSP. Yeah,
1: Anderson's got limited fights left. Let's face it, he's not got many fights left at, at all. And you're going to waste one on OSP.
0: A targeted catch weight of
2: 195 pounds. Ugh. Ugh. Like, yeah, so it's a fight that doesn't even help OSP if he gets the win. doesn't even help him in the rankings.
0: It doesn't help Anderson either, and he was just talking after he beat Corey Anderson that he should be getting a
1: title shot. Brunson. 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 God damn it! I always you always can do. do that. <laughs> he doesn't does every it. fucking every, time. There's just it's his kryptonite, man. Jeff, Jeff does not know the difference between time. the two. His brain. I mean, he does, but his brain doesn't know the difference between the two. Every fucking time. He's just wired that way. Uh, just got to deal with it.
0: Yeah, it's just how it is. Just deal with it. Ryan, you just are here to to check me every time, and it's fine.
1: That's your job from now
0: on. It is. We're
1: adding to your details. From
0: now on, it's been it's been my job <laughs> since day one. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, so in the third fight on the card, uh, John Dotson pits, picks up the decision win over Eddie Wineland. One of us called it. Wow. Uh, this fight... A lot of people I saw on, on Twitter and have heard in some of the different podcasts that I listen to, this fight's been shit on a lot. And I I thought it was a fun, entertaining fight. I liked the fight, I, but I like John Dotson. But I thought Dotson executed his game plan perfectly. His speed was way too
1: much for Wineland. Holy the NFL
0: podcast. Whoa,
1: sorry, team. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was turning on the NFL draft to see what, who we got uh, for the Lions. And I kind of uh,
0: the kid from Western Michigan just got picked in the last pick.
1: And uh, keep an eye on it, too. Yeah, I, I, get, I clicked the wrong link and I went, to, I got ESPN updates on my phone. But
0: yeah, the Titans got Western Michigan receiver Corey Davis.
1: But back to the him. fight. Um,
0: I thought Dotson executed his game plan perfectly with his speed. The thing that I, I was impressed with was Dotson's striking. Like, he was hitting Wyland with shots. He didn't land a lot of 48 out of
1: 103. Well, Weinland. Yeah. He hit 15% of his strikes. Right. I mean, he, Dodson was so fast, in and out, so quick. And his hand movements and his hand speed was so quick. I couldn't even see I, Sometimes he was so quick, I didn't even see the amount of strikes that he threw on his exchange before he was in and out.
0: I mean, people forget about the power that Dodson has, too. Yeah. yeah. Dodson yeah. Dotson is the only person, really, that to drop Mighty Mouse that yeah. I can remember. Mm-hmm. And also, Dotson's got a KO win over TJ Dillashaw. He knocked out Dillashaw. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's not an easy fucking task.
0: I like John at 35. I liked him at 25, but he hit the ceiling. I'm not saying John's going to be the champion at 35 by any stretch of the imagination, but I think he's he's doing well at 35. Uh, the loss to Lineker was bullshit. I thought he won that fight, too. He should be 3-0 back at 35, but... Anyway, here we are at two and one. Um,
1: he just proved that he can he can go in there against a, a stronger, uh, much uh, bigger, much bigger longer. reach. You know, um, uh, an and experienced and good fighter Eddie Wineland is, is a good fighter, um, and Dodson really really showed a lot with this fight. And he's a, Dodson is a great fighter. Yeah, you know, he's, he's a hell of a fighter. He Just. There was there was some areas I thought that he was lacking on. It was height, length. I thought yeah. he had some issues on that, and that was that was the only issues. Um, but he made up with it with speed and precision and power. And good on him! Great victory.
2: So no, uh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead with your yeah. As I said, even like going back to what we were saying last week with uh, with Mighty Mouse. It's almost you know Dodson knows that he's going to be everyone at 125 until he gets to fight Mighty Mouse. So why not go to 35? Because if Mighty Mouse ends up jumping up to 35, Dotson can go right back down to 25 and just run that division for a few years if he really wants to. True story. So no real
0: movement in the rankings at uh, 35. As far as John Dotson's concerned, Eddie Wilden moves down one spot and Johnny Eduardo moves up one. Eddie drops to 11 and uh, Pedro Munoz moves up to uh, to 12. And uh, Erie Alcantari moves down one, but the uh, the top top nine stays the same. So Dotson sitting at seven behind Caraway, Jimmy Rivera, John Lineker, Rafael Sunsal, and uh, T.J. Dillashaw. Uh, a is fighting somebody soon. I believe I saw a, I thought I saw a fight announced for for Rafael. Yes, Mar- you- oh, hey, he's welcoming Marlon Moraes to the fucking yeah, UFC. that was going to be awesome. That oh, is right. Straight, yeah, straight. 212. Welcoming former Bantamweight World Series of Fighting Champion, Marlon Moraes. That's going to be a Welcome good to the UFC, fight. brother. Oh, fuck yeah. Welcome to the UFC. Here's our number three fighter. <laughs> Let's
1: see what you got. So that's,
0: that's. I mean, that's another one that's going to shake up. The Bantamweight's going to get tougher here real quick. Duke and Wild will be up there soon. Uh You know they're introducing Marlon right off the bat to a top three opponent. Like, yeah,
1: they're not playing around with it. No, man. they think man. he's game ready right this off the about bat, to... and he probably is. Yeah, you I know. think he is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, the Shark Tank just continues to get tougher.
2: Um, yeah. eventually people are gonna have to start paying attention to these later weight classes, right? Like, I would hope. I hope so. I so really fun. do. Fun, like. And every time you see like the ratings when like when those guys have, like when said twenty five thirty five guy is main is main eventing card or forty five even, the ratings are always so low, and they put on some of the most fun fights uh, on the card.
0: And the, the thing is is like I compare, I compare like the 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 bantams and the feathers and the the flyweight fights to like back in the. Back in the 90s during the Monday Night Wars. They're the cruiserweight fight. Mm-hmm. the are cruiserweight matches. Right. Always the best matches on yeah, the card.
1: Absolutely. But they just didn't have the name draw. But they would know. just never push them well
0: enough to give them the main draws. But they were always the best match. Dude, yeah. I, always, I loved the cruiserweight oh, matches.
1: They were the best. They were absolutely the best. It was great because you could... You you'd watch the first hour of well, this is what we did I anyway. Mean. Watch the first hour at Nitro yep. switch over and watch two hours of Raw and then watch the Nitro replay. Yep. So the first hour at Nitro they always had right, the cruiserweights yeah. on right away, so we got to watch Eddie Guerrero when he was a cruiserweight yep. before D-Milenco. he beefed up. You know. And you had uh Psychosis and La Parca Jericho. and Chris Jericho Mysterio and you had all these amazing matches from these the best athletes and the best matches. Ultimo Dragon. Oh Ultimo Dragon. I love Ultimo so Dragon. God, he was so good. Love the Dragon.
0: Uh, second fight of the main card, Stevie Ray picks up the unanimous decision over Joe Lozan.
1: Booker T was not there, Ryan.
0: No, no Booker T, no sister Sherry, not even oh, Colonel oh, Rob Parker.
2: Rob.
0: <laughs> um Lozan looked dead by the end of the fight. Like he just had nothing left. He came out dominated. I, I thought a ten eight round in the first round for Joe Lozan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. I, and
1: I gave one, there was there was no um Lozan took him down and just dominated, and there was nothing from Stevie Ray. It was
0: close I mean it was close to being a possible finish at a certain points Joe was yeah. deep in some submit in a submission you know Stevie Ray was a beaten man going back to his corner after the first round and props to Stevie Ray man like he showed a lot of heart to come back in that fight and get the win a lot of heart on Stevie Ray's part yeah. and and that I took uh notice of in this fight
2: with him yeah hey, uh, I'm sorry I'm starting to lose you guys a little bit you losing us
1: Oh, Ryan.
2: Ryan, you there? Oh, you guys are you guys are breaking up. Oh, yeah? It sounds like almost mechanical.
1: It's that Canadian internet, dude. God damn it. It's never the American. No. No. We have Comcast. We know what we're doing. We can, uh, we can try to get you back on in a second if you want.
2: Yeah, I'm going to disconnect and try again.
1: All right, we're gonna get Ryan right back here. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, that that was the thing with Stevie Ray. He very much impressed me with his heart, and he came back in the fight and outclassed Joe Lozon. Lozon is just, I love Joey. I love Joey Lozon. Man, he's getting he's getting up there in the years,
1: and he's back.
2: Hey, there we go. That's better.
0: So while we, while we lost you, Ryan, I was just uh, continuing to, to compliment Stevie Ray, and I also made mention of uh, just Joe Lozon definitely showing his fight years.
1: And it ended up being a majority draw, too. I mean, one, one judge seen it 28-28, uh, the other two seen it 29-28
0: uh, mm-hmm. for Stevie
1: Ray. Yep. So, uh,
2: yep. yeah, I wasn't
0: unanimous. I meant it was a good yeah. comeback
2: for Stevie Ray.
0: Definitely. It definitely was a great comeback for Stevie Ray, and it, I think it showed a lot of people a lot of things about him.
1: Lozan looked great too. Uh, his grappling, his wrestling, uh, his ground control. He held him down for almost eight minutes of a fifteen minute fight. So right. I mean, he but five minutes. It was most of it was in the first four, round. Probably four minutes and, and forty seconds was the first round. Yeah. You know, he took him down right away and, and didn't let him up. And that, even in the second round, uh, he held him down for half the second round. Yeah, a quarter of the second round. Uh, it was the third round when Stevie Ray just put the, the pummels on him.
0: Hopefully the UFC smart and gets Stevie Ray back uh, in a quick turnaround for that Scotland card this summer. They would be smart. They'd also be smart to put JoJo on there.
1: Absolutely. Uh, they better have her on there.
0: Yeah. In the, uh, the opening fight of the main card, Mike Perry picks up the KO of the night as he knocks Jake Ellenberger down dead oh, with God. an elbow, with a short elbow in the Jesus. second round.
1: That was disgusting. The it,
0: thing,
2: was, it was insane.
0: The thing was, was Ellenberger was beating the shit out of mm. Perry in that first round.
1: Bloody just face right up. Yeah. mouth Bleeding from the mouth, nose. I think he broke his nose. Um, I think right at, at the end of the fight, I think Barry, Mike Perry, when they were looking at said Mike Perry, asked, is, that, is it broke? I think it's broke. I think he busted Perry's nose too, but Ellenberger was jacking him up good. And that that short oh that elbow was sick.
0: They were both going. The, 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 Ellenberger was throwing an elbow at the same time. Yeah. Perry just connected violently, oh. and Jesus, good night, God. I don't know if Jake's even woke up yet. I
1: don't think he has. And if he has, he no, probably, probably so doesn't know who dude. he is. Um, there's not a lot. To, I mean, this happened uh, early in the second round. First round was a good fight. I gave it. To, or the first round was good. Uh, a good round. I gave it to Jake, uh, but Mike Perry continues to impress, man. As much as he, he's a dick, he's a douche. Those his, his training team, uh, King as the Kings. I think he's uh, with yeah. Kings MMA, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, but he's a tough, tough son of a bitch.
2: He is. He is. Yeah.
1: I just don't
0: like him. But you can't take it away from him. Ellenberger, ooh, excuse me, he needs to hang it up. He's done. Yeah,
1: Yeah, man. The,
0: the worst thing that happened to Jake Ellenberger was beating Matt Brown.
1: Yeah, it kind of gave him that,
2: uh, that hope that maybe that. he can still make a run for a it.
1: False confidence. Well, it just yeah. – he
2: was going to get fired.
1: He was on his way out. And then he
0: beat Matt Brown. And then he got – was getting killed by Jorge Masvidal. And then got his toes stuck in the cage.
2: Oh, right. Saved him oh, from
0: yeah. another murdering. Yeah. I don't know what you do with Perry next. Um, he straight up asked, you know, the USC, whose life you want me to ruin next. He's, where is he? Not ranked.
3: Hmm.
0: Not ranked at Walter Wade at all. Interesting.
2: That loss to Joe Ben really hurt him.
0: It did. It knocked him back quite a bit. Cause he was ranked when he fought Joe Ben. But not ranked now.
2: I it's would so bad that Stun Gun has an opponent because I wouldn't have been seeing Perry and Stun Gun. That would
0: be a good fight. I'd like to see Perry and Matt Brown. Yeah. That's violence. That's pure violence right there.
1: Ten and what? I mean he's he's doing something right. That one loss to uh Zoban.
0: Yeah, that, that set him back a lot. Quite a bit. You said you wanted to see him go get Stun Gun? Right? Yeah. That would be a good fight. I don't know if I want to listen to his corner and make a bunch of racist remarks about Asian. Well that's again. why I want that the fight that <laughs> yeah, happened right. is
2: that way Stun gun can, can just shut him right up. Fuck it. Oh no, I think he's
0: got a fight already booked. Who? Usman, baby. No, he doesn't. He's oh, open. Yeah, yeah, because he just falls. Oh. kamaro would speaking. take him down and grind on him. They don't have a fight. It's, uh, there's another, it's Cahill Roundtree has a fight booked, and that's who I was thinking of from the Ultimate Fighter, but Camaro, I mean, he's sitting at 10, though. That's kind of a high stretch from unranked, but I would watch it.
2: And he's fresh from the, because, I mean, he just he he, ranked he, he destroyed last, Strickland last week, under two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: he destroyed Sean Strickland. Yep.
2: Right, right, right. That's who it was.
1: Uh, Matt's at 14. That'd be fine for me. <clears throat> yeah, I
0: would like that Matt Brown fight. <clears throat> I think that would be fun.
1: Uh
2: those two... Matt Brown? Has he come out and said anything yet about the his time off? No,
0: not really. I saw him Nothing. talking about something on Twitter, but it wasn't really fight-related. Does he have anything upcoming? Is he booked? Nope. No. not Nope. So, uh, yeah. There's some options. Yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would, I think the parry fight makes sense. Fuck it. Let's run it. Sean Shelby. Mick Maynard, make, make that it happen. One.
1: So that's the main card. Yeah,
0: let's talk, uh, let's talk the prelims a little bit. There was some, some interesting shit that went down.
1: Let's see what do we got in yeah. the prelims.
0: Talis Latis, in the main uh, main prelim fight, Talis Latis picks up the decision over Sam Elvey. Just kicked the shit out of Sam Elvey's legs. First kick landed, and it buckled Sam, and something yeah. happened in his ankle, and he was not right after. But his legs were jacked. His body had a nice welt on it. Like He, he took a couple of good kicks to the pills.
1: Yeah, yes. I, I love leg kicks. When, leg kicks are one of my favorite strikes. Um, a properly thrown and devastating leg kick is is a game changer. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's one of the reasons why I really started, I really fell for and really became a fan of Edson Barboza when I first started watching him. He was throwing those vicious, the best leg kicks, as far as I'm concerned, best leg kicks that there are, is in the UFC. Um, With all due respect to Jose Aldo, who has some of the most devastating ones as well, but uh Edson's our league's above everybody else. But Talos came out and destroyed him, man. That was amazing, amazing shots.
0: Yeah, they, they, his light kicks were they were brutal, man. I was feeling bad for Sam, and I'm not the biggest Sam Elby <laughs> fan. So. I was going
2: to say, geez, if you felt bad for him, then, you know, it's a bad situation that he's in. Yeah.
0: We put the Dempsey death touch on him, man. All three of us picked, <laughs> picked Sam to win, and... Just... No, no, no! Don't don't put this one on me. This was you. We put the to juju him. on him. You were gonna pick him anyway, just to piss me off. So <laughs> yeah. you had already naturally put the bad juju on Although him.
2: I, I actually do think that you said that you're picking him because whenever you pick him to lose, he wins. Yep. You're hoping that by picking him to win, he would lose. So yep. you're yep. Still bad. Like a thousand.
1: Yeah. Oh. We put the juju on him. We put the Dempsey. We put the
2: DDT on him. <laughs> Average Joe's juju. That's right.
0: In my personal fight of the night and picking up performance of the night, my boy Brandon Moreno picks up the second-round submission over Dustin Ortiz. Uh, Ortiz looked good in the first round. Brandon, you know, not his best first round, but good God. Coming off of the setup for the the, the head kick that put Ortiz down was the thing of beauty. Yes, Dustin shoots in for a takedown. And Brandon uses the Kimura to defend it. Breaks off the the single-leg attempt with the Kimura. Scrambles out, gets back to his feet, and bam, lands a head kick. Puts Ortiz down. I thought he was going to finish him then. Starts trying to hammer fist him. Scrambles, takes the back, puts the choke in. Good night. Brandon Moreno... He's a fucking, he's just a phenomenal fighter. I love this kid. I love watching him fight. He's exciting. And if it wouldn't have been for that stepping in on short notice against Luis Smoka, who knows what we would have. Yeah. You know, he was a cast off from the ultimate fighter. He lost. But he's on a three fight winning streak in the UFC. He's slowly creeping up into the, the rankings. Seventh. Yep. Climbed up to number seven. I mean, he's sitting. He's sitting in a good spot, and he moved
2: Give three. Emails.
0: He moved up ahead of Tim Elliott. Yeah,
1: and then Tim Elliott dropped to eight.
0: Well, and I asked this question to the to the severe MMA guys, and they didn't answer it on the podcast. So fuck it, I'm going to use it here. Um, how do you guys? Well, I asked them how do they rate Brandon Moreno, and I also asked. Is Brandon Marino the biggest star coming off of tough? Off of that. Not tough itself, but that season of tough.
2: Off that season. I
0: think he's a bigger star than Tim Elliott. He fought higher up on the card than Timmy Elliott did. I mean, it wasn't this card, but you know what I mean?
2: Um, I don't know if he's necessarily a bigger star, no. but I think I think his star is going to be bigger once he starts getting more of a name to him because Tim Elliott is still, I think, known and more people, I don't I know, man. That that... He would like another, give it like another fight or two, and I think Moreno will be a bigger star. Then
0: I think that Louis Smoke a win coming out of nowhere really catapulted him up. Like Tim Elliott has only fought Mighty Mouse and then this last fight. Am I but he's,
1: wrong? he still had Mighty Mouse, he still had the champion. He, he did have the champion, but if you're talking about just popularity, I think more people are gonna know him just because of that. I don't
0: know, man. I see way more people talking about Brandon Moreno than Timmy Elliott.
1: If there, if he's not, he, he will be. I still think Elliott's got more in the tank right now, just because of the performance he put on with with Johnson. He opened up a lot of people's eyes. He had the, you know, he was in a main event with the champion. You know, just because of that. But Brandon moving up three spots, jumping him in the ranking. He's got three wins on him right now. He's He's got everything ahead of him. Um, he's going to be. If he's not now, he's going to be. Uh,
0: yeah. I think this, him jumping, Tim, kind of shows that in the media's eyes, he is a bigger star. They're the ones that make the vote. But that's just me. Big things to come yeah, from Brandon Marino. Also, Moreno.
2: isn't, isn't uh, RDA still ranked at lightweight, though? Those rankings can't be taken.
0: No, he's not. Yes, he is still ranked at lately fourth, number
2: four. I just think <laughs> you know what—give Elliott and Moreno, let them go at it, and then, then they're sitting above they each go. other.
0: I mean, everybody else has kind of got a dance partner. Sergio's fighting. Uh, Wilson Hayes just fought Formiga. Yeah. I think has a fight or just fought recently. Yeah, he just fought, I believe. Yeah, he just lost, lost to Ray Borg uh, in right. March. So you could you could give him Juicy. That's one of the guys that's open ahead of him. But other than that, and Borg's not scheduled, but I think that's probably who's gonna be the next fight for Demetrius or should be rightfully. And then like I said, Cejudo and Pettis are fighting next month, so we shall see how it shakes out. But yeah, I would I would not mind watching Tim Elliott and Brandon Moreno go at it.
1: I'd be a fun fight.
0: Yep. I'd like that fight. Uh, kicking off, yeah, kicking off the the main, or the prelims, Danielle Taylor picks up the controversial win over Jessica Penny.
1: Do not agree with this one. I
0: didn't either, and I picked Danielle Taylor to win on the show.
1: I don't know how she got that victory. In in the judge's eyes. I am not really sure either. Um, I had uh, Jessica Penny 2-1. Uh, I think Daniel Taylor did well. I believe in the second round. I'd have to go back and look at my, how I wrote it, but I think I, th- I think I gave it one, one uh, penny Taylor penny. I think is how I ended up scoring it, or it might have been Penny Penny Taylor. I don't remember right. to be honest with you. Um, I think yeah, might have been Penny Penny Taylor. Might
0: have been. I, well, I think I think Penny won the third.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, either I, way. Yeah. Anyway. I don't exactly, honestly. There was so much going on that that night, and so much uh, other stuff I was looking at. But I do remember when, I, when Daniel Taylor was uh, named. I was like, "How did that happen? I don't get it."
2: No.
0: It it didn't make any sense to me either.
1: Ryan.
2: Yeah, I was <clears throat> I was watching that fight while entertaining a two month old, so I didn't really get a
1: <laughs> fair enough a great
2: view of it. <laughs>
1: Fair enough.
2: Uh, I haven't had a chance to go back and really, really watch it, but I did think that, like you guys said, I think that panda from what I saw, I thought she looked better. I thought she probably deserved to win the fight, but I'd have to sit down and watch it again with no distractions to get a real good feel for it.
1: And another ripoff. Oh,
0: my God, this fight was
1: garbage.
0: <laughs> garbage. Alexis Davis picks up the decision win over Cindy Dandois. Dandois' striking looked Fucking abysmal.
1: Five takedowns though. Yeah, I mean,
0: she's great on the ground. I mean, she's got a she's got a submission win over Invicta's current champion Megan Anderson.
1: Five five takedowns, six and a half minutes of control, only barely outstruck though. Her striking looked bad, but she was barely outstruck. Yeah,
0: one one fifteen to hundred. I don't
1: know how she lost this. I don't either. I had her win in this fight too. I did too, but this fight was awful.
0: Both of them, we are the losers for having to watch it. There was a lot of backlash on Cindy Dandois. A lot of female fighters on Twitter going ham.
1: I think it was, I I think, oh yeah, dude.
0: I think it was Lauren Murphy said something about, um, you know, if I was best friends with Misha Tate, I guess I would Uh, get preferential treatment. It might even have been Megan Anderson. Really, somebody was shitting on. Oh. There was a lot of shitting on Dandois after and during that fight. Um, but yeah, I remember. I remember seeing Megan Anderson tweet something, um, and then I remember Lauren Murphy saying something. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Megan Anderson said, "I feel like we all know who's improved from the first fight now. Dana White make the rematch, and winner gets winner fights." Cyborg and GDR. But I, I so it was Lauren Murphy who mm-hmm. who said that yeah. about Cindy Dandua. There were a few other girls I saw talking about it too. Beck Rollins made some comments about it as well. There was a lot of bad things being thrown around by UFC fighters about Cindy Dandua. He slightly deserved, I guess.
1: Sure. Well,
0: slightly deserving.
1: First fight in the UFC too, so true. There, let's give her a little bit of. Let's if this if this continues, if this if she's given another fight, and this thing if this continues on, then will uh, I, I will be more judgmental. First fight, I te- I like to for sure. You let it let it pan out the way it goes. I agree.
0: You I know. agree one hundred percent. I still that.
1: think she won the fight. Five takedowns, you know only fifteen, ten, fifteen 10, 15 strike difference between the two and, and a five, a five to nothing takedown and six and a half minutes of control to like a minute. I think it was, if, if that, I swear she won that one, but, uh, she'll have a chance to come back. I'm sure she'll have another shot, uh, another shot to, to come back and get another uh, chance to pick up her first victory in the UFC.
0: Ryan.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> This fight was the same as the level four, so again, I'm not perfectly able to be a judge on it, but yeah, I agree with you guys that I think my pick was uh, Alexis Davis should be wrong, but in the record books, I was right.
1: Well, I would um, rather have been uh, hanging out and holding Connor, yeah. to be honest with you. Than watching that yeah. fight, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sean Sheehan also yeah. said that Brandon so, um, Mario versus Tim Elliott would be fun. Uh, what's that, sorry? I, I was just... I going through some old tweets trying to find one of the ones that was talking shit about that fight, and I saw that Sean Sheehan also said that Brandon Moreno versus Tim Elliott would be a fun fight.
2: So, I was just... I, I, I would love to see those guys yeah, fight now sure. after, I, after I was talking about it. I think like that would be something Yeah, it would be a great fight. Oh,
0: no, it was, uh, Misha, it was Megan Anderson that said if my best friend was Misha Tate <laughs> and begged Dana White to give me a shot, I'd probably be in the UFC by now too. Sh- yeah i mean yeah terrible fight uh fight card overall not too bad no i gave it a b solid
1: minus b.
2: solid b yeah. solid
1: b i had some uh, yeah, b some... minus to b yeah i had some good stuff seen on there I had some fun knockouts that perry knockout was disgusting that oh, uh God. um uh, great stuff out of Dodson that I wasn't, you know, not that I wasn't expecting it, but it was more than I expected. about that against uh, a longer and, and, and uh, heavier guy? Um, disappointments uh, came from DeLima and uh, depende and the, the Davis-Dandwa uh, fights. and Nothing just white. It's great fight out of Moreno. So, I mean, I'd really give it a solid B. I had a, uh, enjoyed it, and there was uh, some good stuff came out of there.
0: Mm-hmm. Ryan, you said you got it at a B, B-minus as well?
2: Yeah, it was a pretty solid card, a couple, like, pretty much like what Dave said, there was, like, some low The low points seemed to be pretty low. The high points were pretty high. I mean, yeah, it's hard, I mean, it, it's hard to knock the card, the those free cards, especially when we're getting them like as, as good as they've been lately. It just kind of sucks that you have a guy that looks terrible trying to, make 205, and then you have the controversy and the judging that uh, kind of hurt the cards a little bit, but aside from that, I mean, it was great. Things are shaping up pay-per-view-wise, I think, in the second half of this
0: year, which I was saying earlier, um, we got a lot of big big fight cards coming up. Uh, It's a good possibility we're going to get three title fights at uh, 213. Um... Probably at least two at 214, if not maybe a possible third. So, yeah, big thing's coming. Yeah. A um, couple of just little stories and things. Um, I, are you cracking a beer?
2: Yeah. nice yeah. temperature
0: uh, beer. Yeah, well, you know what the Sheik would fucking say, goddamn jabroni.
2: Oh, yeah, I put man.
0: him in a camel clutch. Oh, you would do no such thing, sir. You son nah, of a bitch! Do no don't you? Right. Don't you fucking blaspheme on this show? <laughs> the sheik would would break your back, fuck your ass, and make you humble. Oh
1: man, oh sheiky.
0: We got you, sheiky. And drink an ice cold beer.
1: I'm a real champ when
0: he would drink an ice cold beer, all while breaking your back and fucking your ass. <laughs> and he say, "You you don't drink cold beer, then you're a fucking jabroni." <laughs>
1: drink of the cold Heineken. Amen.
0: So, um some bellator news happened this week and it was announced that uh we will in fact get a light heavyweight title fight between Phil Davis and Ryan Bader. But oh and uh. it, and it will take place at Madison Square Garden on uh, June 24th. But it will not take place on their $50 pay-per-view. Oh no. We will get this fight for free on Spike TV. <laughs> Meanwhile, lightweight Aaron Pico making his debut, never stepped into a fucking cage is going to open up the card. No, no, don't put the light heavyweight title fight. Don't give me three fucking title fights on the pay-per-view. Don't do that. No, give me a guy on a fucking pay-per-view. Don't even put James Gallagher on the pay-per-view. Give me a guy who's never walked into a fucking cage. And don't get me wrong. Aaron Pico, I like the kid. I've watched him wrestle Absolutely. for years in the NCAAs. He is a phenomenal athlete, but he's never walked into a cage, and you're going to want me you to got, pay $50 to watch that?
1: You got Bader and Davis, and you're not putting them on pay-per-view?
0: Fail. Epic. <sighs> Epic fail.
2: Epic. Yeah, and it's not like they're trying to trying – to, uh, to tr- Eyes to the free show that they're doing. Like, just throw whoever you need to throw onto the big one, but like, stack that card as best you can to get those to get the the pay per view buys. Like you... I mean,
0: they're they're, they're kind of. I think they're fucking up by not putting Gallagher on there personally. Not so much. I mean, I'm I'm high on Gallagher. He's six and zero, and he's fucking young as shit. But you're in New York. James is Irish.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: pull that Irish market. Is there? Is it five cards? Five fights on the main card? <laughs> uh,
0: do, 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 do. yes. It's uh the main events: Chael and Wanderlei, Fedor and Matts, the co-main, Lima and Larkin, uh, Chandler and Primus, and then Pico and Zach Freeman.
2: Yeah. So even go with go with the it's the fight if they, they really want to and, and mm. move that title fight onto the pay-per-view. That's
0: what I'm saying, man, because the, the three-fight card on Spike is naming Gracie and Dave Marfone, the aforementioned James Gallagher, and taking on Chinzo Machida, brother of uh, of fucking the Dragon. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Leoto. The dragon. Yes. And then the shit that's going to be on Bellator.com, the biggest name on it, is probably Ryan Couture.
2: Wasn't D- Dylan Dennis, What's going on with him?
0: He has he was trying to get on the card. Um, okay. He said if he didn't fight on the Bellator pay per view card, then he was not. We wouldn't see him until late end of this year, beginning of next year. Dylan is competing oh. at Submission Underground against Jake Shields, March fourteenth. Live on Flow Grappling, which we talk about with Heather,
1: May fourteenth. Did I say March? You did. Hey, thank you.
0: This okay. Thank you. It's
1: the end of the show. It's been a long day. We get like that. Yeah,
0: May fourteenth, live on Flow Grappling, Submission Underground Four from the Roseland Theater in Portland, Oregon.
1: If we were talking about this earlier, if they would have put that Bader Davis fight on the pay per view, I think it would have been worth forty bucks.
0: Yeah, I, I would have been forty bucks for sure.
2: But yeah, now, yeah, they definitely shoot themselves in the foot by by putting it on the free part. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, stupid. That's a um, mistake.
1: A big mistake.
2: Huge mistake. And they were saying, I just saw this week also. I don't know if you guys saw that. <clears throat> Vader was saying that he's already at pre reebok deal sponsorship money with Bellator. Oh, of
1: course. He is. Well, yeah, because he like,
2: already he
0: can yeah. go back. Well, yeah, because he can go back to his old sponsors. That were paying him pretty well. I mean, Ryan was a high, highly touted fighter.
1: Mm-hmm. He's a popular fighter yeah, with a just name. He used to you over
2: that that last little hump ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, but
0: but he definitely had a lot of sponsorship uh, potential and stuff before Reebok came in.
2: Definitely. So,
0: yeah. uh, two two other things I wanted to talk about, and then if you guys got anything else, we can talk about that. Obviously, but I just want to talk about Fat GSB. <laughs>
1: He looked like he was pregnant. uh, Michael Bisbing said he looked like he was pregnant with an
2: alien. He was eating a little bit of extra rabbit.
1: Oh my God. That's a lot of extra rabbit, brother. A ton.
0: (laughs) Bisbing said he looked like he was pregnant with an alien.
1: That had to be some kind of fucked up angle. I hope. Uh, Some kind of stupid trick with the camera because. He looks like Chuck Liddell. It's it's a Tuma. Mm hmm. He's, he's fat, George Saint Pierre.
3: Wow!
1: Holy shit! That is fat, Saint Pierre. Yep, yep.
2: He's still gonna have that belt wrapped around his waist the second that he fights this man.
1: Yeah, if he ever
0: fucking signs the goddamn bout agreement, Sudden signed it. No, really? Nope. They were there. The UFC wanted it. That's why they're still trying to figure out two thirteen because son of a bitch because of because of how close it is to John Jones's. Suspension being off, they weren't going to try to get them right. onto that card. Yeah. And the co-main is already TJ and Cody, yeah. so they were going to try to bankroll it with um, with GSP and Bisbing. But from all accounts I'm seeing, it doesn't look like B- GSP and Bisbing is going to happen until fall. So... Um, what? Yeah, man. September
1: is what I've been hearing. What is wrong with... Did he, did he take a marijuana... What is wrong with him? It's the aliens. Ah. It was the aliens. I was watching Big Bang Theory. Sheldon asked me, what's wrong? Did you take marijuana? What's wrong with you? (laughs) And I fucking popped. And I popped for it. Well, that's what happened to Diego. Uh, He took a marijuana.
0: Yeah. So the last thing that I I brought, and and Ryan and I actually talked about this while you were um, trying to take care of your tooth. Yeah. So over in Japan, on, um, on May 20th, uh, the organization Deep Jewels will have their 16th fighting event. The, the, the biggest drawing, or not drawing, but the thing that's drawing the most attention to this fight is uh, the only amateur fight on the card, which features 24-year-old Momoko Yamasaki, who is two and 2-3 in the amateurs, taking on a debuting fighter just simply known as Momo. What is important about Momo is she's 12 fucking years old. There it
1: is. (laughs) This is supposed to be a legit... This is legit.
0: This is a legit thing. She is 12 fucking years old, man.
1: Is she fighting a dude? Uh,
0: No, she is fighting a 24-year-old
1: woman. 24-year-old woman.
0: 24-year-old woman. They are fighting at the uh, minimum 95-pound weight division... So not only is this girl giving up twelve years, but the twelve-year-old weighs roughly around eighty-six pounds. She's in seventh goddamn grade.
1: This is ridiculous. The, the, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear any of this while you guys were talking about this. Oh yeah, I know. I, I was know.
0: That's, that's why I didn't bring it back up when you up came blood back down. teeth. I wanted to save this for the reaction. Are of you the show. fucking kidding? Dead me? Dead serious, bro. And the, the the deep jewels amateur rules: um, striking on the head, striking to the head on the ground is not allowed and both fighters will be wearing headgear but she is 12, 12 years
2: old Well, what was the the article they were, they were reading it with the who, uh <clears throat> what's the the 24-year-old's name uh the 24-year-old
0: is um momoko or Mamako yamasaki
2: yeah so was it, some, it was like yamasaki you know on a, on a two-fight losing streak, was it? And yeah. It's hoping, Yama- to get, it's hoping to turn things around yep. against the 12-year-old. Yamasaki. Oh, I view. fucking
0: hope so. Here you go. Yamasaki, two and three <laughs> amateurs, coming off two losses, and is hoping to get back in the win column by taking out a 12-year-old <laughs> opponent, who is currently a seventh grader. The twenty four year old is a former oh, street god. fighter who was bullied in junior high school. According to the press release from Deep Jewels, the experience is said to have triggered her to become a delinquent, which led to a series of quote tale of triumphs on the street.
1: Jesus Christ, this is not real. This is this is
0: This is real motherfucking life.
1: Oh my god, I cannot believe this. Meanwhile in Japan This child is gonna die.
2: Well and, and the thing is the winner gets Gabby Garcia. That's not true.
1: Oh, God. That's not
2: (laughs) true. That is not true. A
1: 12 year old, I don't care if they were the same weight, a 12 year old child just doesn't have that adult mentality.
0: So, hey, if you want to watch a kid fucking fight May 20th, it'll be streamed live on Deep Jewel's website.
1: Oh, I kind of want to see this. I kind of do too.
2: Has there ever been a point where you saw like a 13-year-old idiot on the street and you're like, oh, I just wish I could beat the crap out of that kid? Maybe. Japan's giving you that chance.
1: God.
0: It's just, Jesus
1: Christ. Not in a professional. Yeah, well, yeah. they're
0: not professionals. She's, they're ammies. Uh, amateurs.
1: Not in an amateur cage organ, organized fight.
0: I forgot about this because I tweeted it. And I don't know if she saw my tweet or she just saw the tweet of Women's Ranking, but Heather also tweeted and talked about it. And as a matchmaker, I, I forgot to bring it up with her, and I wanted oh. to ask her her opinion about it, and I fucking forgot, dude.
1: We got to get it and post to the page, yeah, if nothing I, else. I, I got to get that opinion. I'll
0: send her a message, and then I'll just okay. I'll screenshot the, the DM.
1: Definitely. We'll, I got
0: to get that opinion. I'll get it, and then I'll post it after we post your interview and stuff. But yeah, I will definitely be
1: getting her opinion. Yeah, ask on it. her. Ask, it's, you know, get to say, would you ever book a twelve-year-old, a minor? Oh, I already know the answer to that question. <laughs> I gotta get her response though. I know yeah. the answer, but I want yeah. I wanted to see if it's fucked or it's absolutely. Uh, I'm not just right. gonna ask her in the DM.
0: Just as a matchmaker, I'd really yeah. like to know your there response you to to this. And there you go. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the news I've got and stuff that I wanted to kind of bring up. Uh, either one of you guys got anything before uh, we go?
1: Uh, MVP Michael Venom Page, two fights left in Bellator yes. contract. Keep an eye out on that. If he doesn't resign, you know exactly where he's going to be looking to go to score money. Yes, um, but I think he's happy with his uh, current situation in Bellator. I think he's making good, uh, making good money, making good sponsor money. He's a very popular fighter, so he's got to be making good sponsor oh, sure. jack there. But it still remains that two fights left, so we're going to keep an eye out on that one. Um.
0: Speaking of free agents, uh, I forgot about this until you said that, um, mm-hmm. and we talked about it earlier before the show, but Justin Gagey, you looking like he's probably going to the UFC. Ray Sefo tweeted out congratulating him today on going to the UFC, but then Ariel hawani has got to be the kid in class that's got to remind the teacher when they didn't get homework. Uh, nothing's oh, wait beneficial. Wait, wait, wait. But you know, <laughs> So I would expect within the next week or two that the UFC announces that they have signed Justin Gagey. Former WSOF lightweight champion.
1: I would be ecstatic if it they w- signed him. It
0: would be fun. That's that's another good. It'll be another good signing for them for that lightweight division. Um, Ryan, do you have anything you would like yeah. to discuss before we leave?
2: Yeah, I just want to say, like I uh, mentioned earlier, there, the uh, good boxing on the week again coming up with Joshua and Klitschko, and I think that. I mean, if you're not a big fan of boxing, you know you're kind of in and out. Check the fight out; it's going to be fun. Joshua should probably win by knockout in the eighth or ninth round, setting up a really fun fight later on this year with uh, Deontay Wilder.
1: Okay. Yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of you know. There's no UFC anyway.
0: I'm sure there's a Bellator card this week.
1: Yeah, and there's there's probably some um, there's a Bellator card every fucking. Some year more day. indie stuff that we're tra- we're trying to. Lf, Keep an eye on Yeah, LFA. LFA's got that card yep. Saturday in
0: yep. Sioux Falls because yep. our Bobby Wallmarker is going to be refereeing out there.
1: I'm excited to see that. I want to see Bobby in action. Yeah. You know, uh, see if he's, uh, uh, how many times he's getting called to the cage, how many, you know, right. he's going to get, you know, it's just one point of the uh, thing on there is, you know, you never know how many, like Bobby said, you never know how many times he's going to get called Uh when you're at one of those cards. Right. He, could, he could be the only ref there, or he, it could be like two refs there, and that one ref gets accidentally kneed in the face and knocked out. He could be the only ref in charge all night, so I'm going to be interested. I, I really want to see Bobby uh, in the cage. I'm really interested in watching that, so I'm definitely looking for that one. Apparently,
0: Bellator doesn't have any events coming up until may 19th that doesn't seem right i don't know we'll get it figured out but there's boxing this weekend uh yeah let's get into freaking final thoughts and get the hell out of here what do you say boys dave you want to lead us off
1: yeah um i read i read an article from from rumble johnson um That criticized people for not knowing when to retire um it's not for him to judge, and if anything, you know, it's it's one thing to not know when to walk away, and it's another thing to be a quitter and to quit while you're on top. I mean, um, he left a lot of real bad taste in a lot of people's mouth, especially mine. I'm really kind of reeling from that one still because I was such a Rumble fan. Um, so for him to go and, and criticize... Um, the organization and the people and the fighters that made him very rich and very successful and gave him the ability to go on and do other things with his life. And the fighters, you never, ever, ever criticize the boys. It's a rule. Mm -hmm. And he criticized them all. And, um, rumble poor sport, man. Very, very, very poor sport. Um, very bad, very bad. Don't ever do that again, dude. Absolutely not.
0: Well said, my brother. Ryan, final thoughts?
2: Uh, You know, just, Dave, get better. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. This was not easy. i
2: wait and hear the update, Make sure everything went well uh, tomorrow for you. you yeah, you uh, got it. Jeff, hopefully uh doesn't drop in temperature tomorrow if you're wearing shorts at work.
0: <laughs> I'm going to try <laughs> to not wear shorts <laughs> if it's cold.
2: No, you know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a week where no, no, no MMA cards really, like if you're not a big fan of uh, the lower stuff. So, no, get out there, spend some time with your family. You only have so much time on this earth. Enjoy your loved ones.
0: Hey, the Very well said, my friend. Uh, once again, my final thoughts tonight. I want to say thank you again for, to Bobby Wambacher for his time this week and Heather Standing once again. Make sure you guys are checking that interview out tomorrow. And if you haven't, go back and check out the Bobby interview. Got some more big things coming up in the next couple of weeks. Trying to line a few things up. Going to be talking to our friend LK from Loudmouth Wrestling. And speaking of the Loudmouth Network, shout out to our friend of the show, Kyle Steele, for his birthday tomorrow. Happy early birthday, Kyle. It will be your birthday probably by the time you listen to this. So I hope you have a good time and a good one, man. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. uh, We'll be back next week, whether or not it's an actual show or it's not a podcast, we don't really know, but we're figuring that out, and we've got a couple of interview things and stuff. So we will be back, and uh, as always, make sure you guys are paying attention to what's going on on our Facebook page. For David Van Boglin, Ryan Dempsey, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of The Average Joe's MMA Show.